0: Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Masculine Minute. I am one of your co hosts, Matthew Ace Haggerty, and I am joined by the benevolent, the caring, the compassionate, Joshua, the ultimate warrior, Gillo. Joshua, good morning, man. How are you doing today?
1: I feel like I'm walking out onto a, a big boxing ring or something the way you do that. <laughs> <laughs> good morning. Right, I'm man. doing well, man. Doing well.
0: Well, today's uh, question we already know, and it is going to be an exciting one. So, Without further ado, what is the one, you can only give me one, actually, you might be able to give me more than one, but when people hear the question, they'll know what we're talking about. What is one thing you'd change about society?
1: Oh, goodness, Ace, there's so many things that I would change, but the one thing that comes to mind first and foremost is the idea of participation trophies, right? I think our our entire uh, country, especially, is plagued by People who do very little involvement in things, they get very little uh, input and they want to have some kind of praise for doing it. You know, it starts mm. in kindergarten when they graduate kindergarten, what the hell are they graduating technically, right? <laughs> it's And then they go on and they play a sport and if they show up, they get a trophy. You know, it's no, that's, that to me is just a thing. In, in my perspective of the world, you know, that doesn't, that, that kind of mentality does not extend out into the real life right? That's like this, this crazy, uh, cooked up version of what reality is. And it's not the reality is that life is tough. And at times life is going to challenge you. And are you going to step up and wait for your little trophy? Or are you going to actually get something done, right? Are you actually going to make a difference? Are you actually going to work for what you want? Or are you going to expect eventually somebody's going to hand it to you? So that kind of mindset where I'm just entitled to it, or, you know, there's, No reason why I shouldn't have it because everybody else does. That's the kind of uh, cancer that kills our culture. So Mm -hmm. for me, it's about this whole participation trophy bullshit. It's all about how you don't have to work for things, that things just show up for you. You're entitled to them. That is bullshit. Uh, Anything you want in life, you're going to have to work for. And you're going to have to suffer for. And that's the best part about it is the fact you have to do that to get it. It's not just something that's going to be given to you.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. I remember even though when I was a kid... Everybody would get a trophy. Everybody would get a ribbon just from showing up and participating. So this thing isn't new. I think sometimes we get stuck in these patterns where we think this is like something new, something different. And a lot of things are. A lot of things change. Don't get me wrong. However, I remember in the 80s, mid to late 80s, that's when I was a kid, of getting a participation trophy. And I loved it because you didn't have to work for it. And you felt this like warm feeling inside that you accomplished something when in reality, yes, showing up is important. Showing up is half the battle. But I guess as a kid, you're kind of forced to sometimes, right? Especially if it's a school event, something like that. But I agree with you 100%. My parents made it, even though there were participation trophies and all that, my parents made it very apparent to me that when I was a child, that you needed to work for what what you got and that was instilled in me in a very early age however i feel like there are a lot of entitled people especially in our country especially younger generations but um yeah it's it's crazy because you lose that drive you lose that ambition or maybe you just never get it you never taste what it feels like to really work your butt off do something worth being uh, compensated for
1: yeah no, i can remember clearly as a kid you know and, and and i was uh you know in school in the 80s and the 90s and you know i remember very clearly having certain things like you could play i don't know for instance soccer right you just show up for soccer practice whether you played or not you got a trophy for going there right, right. and i remember even back then thinking like well you don't even have to be that good and you get a trophy so what does a trophy mean a trophy basically means that you showed up for a minimal amount or maybe a maximum amount. It doesn't matter whether you played your ass off the whole year and, and pulled the team or whether you warmed the bench the whole time. It's because you were there, you got something for it. And that's not how life works, right? Life does not work in that sense. You you must produce, you must grow, you must you know, be part of a bigger team and actually put 100% of effort in in order to get stuff from life, right? But when you're paired and you're wired early on, that all I gotta do is just, I just gotta say I'm on the team and I get to say I'm on the team. I don't have to do any work for it. Or I get a blue ribbon or a ribbon because I showed up. You know, that was good. That's all I do minimum amount, that's it. But when yeah. you realize that's not how life works, at least a fulfilling life isn't that way that you actually have to slave. You have to put the work in there. You actually have to do the thing and do the hard work. They always talk about the 10,000 hours, right, Ace, in order to become very good at something it takes 10,000 hours. Most people want to skip that part. They just want to go from uh, I don't know anything about it to I want to be a master professional in a snap of a finger because the, 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 the dark work, as they call it, or the work that needs to be done, what nobody sees, they don't want to do that part. So this participation side of things really irks me because I know that anything that's good in life is going to take time to earn that and to to that's work right. for it. The hard work is the important part. I just posted the other day, a post that said, you know, um, uh, what did it say? It says success only comes before work in the dictionary, right? <laughs> because if it's alphabetical mm. order, so in order to be successful, you must put the work in and there's no participation trophy for that. Life will eat you up and spit you out if you think that's going to be the case. Yeah. You want
0: to hear something pretty funny? Sure. So I went to Berkeley for graduate school, highly educated, very well in college. And I remember joking around with a few friends because people that went to Cal for graduate school came from all over the place. Some pretty prestigious schools all over the country came to Berkeley and I remember joking around because it was difficult. Don't get me wrong. However... could see some of that entitlement too in academia and so people that participated paid the fees there was a joke that would go around i think it was for harvard and it was pay the fees get a c or something like that pay the fee get a c and there was a lot of truth to that and i just remember thinking about that when i was in college i was like man like this is hard as shit like this is not easy work however at the same time if you pay the fees and you show up and you give the minimal amount of effort, you'll get a C and you'll see that in a lot of the, the higher echelons universities, the, um, the Ivy league schools and things like that. If you're able to meet the requirements and get in and pay the tuition, you just need a pulse pretty much at that point. You have to egregiously show, uh, a lack of interest or a lack of effort for them to actually fail you because at that point you've met all the requirements it gets very political and it's just so funny that things like that seem to happen even in the reality of the world i don't want to get into politics i personally don't know politics but from things that i've heard it doesn't sound like it's too different from these pay the fee get a see type mentality get a trophy for everything so it continues in our life the privileged in certain capacities will continue to be privileged. And it just blows my mind in a capitalist country that something like this can happen. But we know capitalism isn't perfect and the way that it's run in this country isn't perfect. However, um, it, it blows my mind sometimes that how people can just coast through life and feel good about what they're doing when they're really doing nothing good at all.
1: Yep. Now, when I went to um, graduated high school, I went to Lincoln Tech, which is a, a local technical institute for two years for architectural drafting and engineering. And during that time, we started off with over 40 people in our class. It was going to be just a big class. It was one of their biggest classes. Then and we filled the room. It was it was great. A lot of guys and girls in there that wanted to learn the same thing I wanted to learn. It was great. Crazy part is fast forward about two years later during graduation. There was eight of us right? And what happened is during that process, they realized, a lot of them realized that they had to put the work in. This wasn't going to be easy. I'll never yeah. forget our last, our finals, what they called it, or I don't remember the exact word, but basically our final, we had to create and, and design an entire building structure, an entire layout, all like all of these things, all the way down to the, every single detail of the building. And I remember at the very end, there was a, a choice that uh, you could not necessarily choose, but there was options for who uh, you wanted to grade your your uh, project right and you would you would pick and i know that the that school said hey you've got these two teachers and they were the two easiest teachers to do the, the grading of this and there was a stand up part you had to do a, a, a like a speech about what you were what you did you had to do a presentation you had to lay it all out explain why you did everything you did anyway and i remember after working my ass off for the entire last semester on this project that the last thing i wanted ace was somebody that was going to be easy to give me just an easy grade and i saw so many of people that were left those last eight. So many of them that said that, you know what? I want to go after the easiest one so I can get the best grade. And it was amazing to me that people mm-hmm. would go line up for the easy grade because they wanted the highest grade. And I said, no, that's not how this works. I want the most honest grade. So I picked the two hardest professors to go through and, and stand in front of them. And I'll never forget how nervous I was to have that, you know, do that presentation it was one of my first presentations that way. And I was so worried. I wasn't going to be able to last the 20 minutes worth of conversation they were expecting and i could tell at a certain point they started getting uneasy and they're like uh, i was like hey what's going on he's like we're way past our 20 minutes here and i was worried about getting 20 minutes of content for them um, and it was just amazing how that work ended up getting a i think it was a b plus or an a minus and i felt like that was an honest grade for the honest work done and i could see the others that got much higher grades but i know damn well that they didn't earn it but they didn't care it was all about the grade for them so i don't say that to to make myself look better i say that because In life, you're going to get what you choose. If you choose the easy path, you're going to get falsity. You're going to get grades that don't exactly line up for how much effort you put in. And if you say, look, I'm going to take the harder trail and I'm going to get an honest feedback, that'll give you something better to work with for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I always appreciated the professors that were much more difficult, gave me honest feedback and pretty much kicked my ass. I, I have so much more respect for those individuals because they actually care and it showed so 100 all right all right
1: brother what's yours what would you? one thing you'd change about society one thing i only get one yeah
0: (laughs) oh man i would say the thing that kind of just jumps off the page for me is this cancel culture bullshit we didn't have it when i was younger this came around i don't know 10 15 years ago and i started to hear about people getting canceled and it was like Okay, so people that are bigots, people that are racist, I can get on board with that, you know, like there's no room for hate in this world. And but then certain people started to get canceled for just speaking their opinion. And it was just like this pendulum that, you know, a lot of these things start off as good ideas. But at the same time, it's pretty scary, too, because whether whether it is hate speech or anything like that, and trust me, I'm not condoning any of that. However, our first amendment is freedom of speech. Like we are a country founded on people being able to express themselves, express their opinions. And it just kind of blows my mind because now it's become this thing where yes, voice your opinion, but if it doesn't match our opinion, you're canceled. And I don't want to make it a left or a right thing, but it just blows my mind how certain sides of, of the, political spectrum kind of dictate who gets canceled and who doesn't get canceled, especially in entertainment and media and people that have a larger platform. And so this whole concept of cancel culture, like at first I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no place for hate. But then it it just started to expand for there's no place for a differing opinion. Yep. And I just it just blew my mind and I just couldn't get on board with something like that because I it just goes against the fundamental upbringing that I had as an American that we have certain rights and the most fundamental right that we've had in this country since its inception is freedom of speech and to think that people can get silenced people can get quote-unquote canceled for just speaking their opinion that other people don't agree with that just blows my mind and I think that teaches our society, really, that if, if you don't fall in line, then you're going to be an outcast, you're going to be a black sheep, you're going to be a, a prodigal son. And it just, it sucks because then now it's dictated by a certain group of people saying that this is right and everything else isn't. And I that just doesn't sit well with me
1: at all. No, dude, you and me both, you know, the, the crazy part is we saw that during COVID, we saw all the big social media platforms take a hard stance when it came to where they stood on vaccinations and how the entire thing should have been handled. Right. And what was amazing was the fact that it was so obvious, you know, when it come to anything that was anti government message, it was immediately put up as fact checkers, like check your facts. This isn't true. Now, obviously there's a lot of bullshit going around too during that time, but you would all, all the, the, um, information that was contrary to what the government or the medical model was putting out there was constantly being fact-checked, but none of their stuff was being fact-checked or very little of it. You know, and you started to see a bias. You started to see who was in charge and what was going on. And what really woke me up during that time was to realize how much of the stuff we see on social media is being censored in one direction, right? You can see the agenda behind it. You know, newspapers have done this forever but you just didn't have an opportunity to see another side. Now with social media, you can actually see it on the other side. You can ask other people, well, okay, this is a story we're being told, but is this what you're actually seeing on the ground if something's happening in a city or whatever it might be? you like, yeah, no, this isn't all what it is. These, these riots really aren't happening like this. They're just trying to make it like a big deal. And it's amazing how that can be adjusted. And now that these platforms are owned by corporations, they can adjust for any bias they want. And they're going to then basically impact the entire vision of a nation or the world based on their agenda. And that's the part that that really pisses me off the most because we all know that, not all, but a lot of us know that this stuff is crap. Yet most will just follow it because they don't want to have to think. They don't want to be shunned. You mentioned that earlier, feeling like an outcast. They don't want to be shunned. So they're going to just believe what everybody else believes so they don't have to stand on their own or do any research on their own. They want to just stand there and be like, you know what? I just want to be like them so they like me. I don't really care if it's true or not. And that's why this perpetuates. That's why this stuff happens. It's because most don't have the balls to stand up. You know, and as men, it is our our duty to stand up for what's right and stand up for our family and to make sure that, that they have a society and a world that they can live in, that they're going to be proud of to raise their children in. And I feel like so much of that has fallen to the wayside because it's so much easier and better to just be part of the tribe than it is to actually stand for, up for what you believe in. And that was something that came out very clear during those times the last few years.
0: Yeah, well, it's funny that you mentioned this because we were talking earlier about getting a trophy for participating. It feels like people that just followed the government, especially during COVID, got their little trophy, right? They got their little little bit of money. They got to stay home and uh, really do nothing, get paid to do nothing. I don't know about you, my experience during covid was i'm not going to jump too much into this but my experience during covid was completely different i didn't stop working i was one of those people that was driving around nobody on the freeway nobody anywhere still inspecting buildings doing design work everything My, my life did not stop at all i continued working i continued doing what i needed to do to provide for my family and it just it it's so interesting. COVID was a very interesting time in that one, it exposed how much power and influence the government does. The governments all over the world have over us, but two, it really separated people between people that are wanting to control their, control their lives themselves and work and, and be responsible and the people that are, you know, kind of just like, all right, I'll take the trophy. I'll take the Mm ribbon, I'll get the pat on the head for showing up and participating in this thing called life. And, yeah, it just it boggled my mind. I you know, I I'm, I'm in Tennessee. I got to see it from a Tennessee lens, but all my friends and family that I grew up with are from California. And just talking to them and the few amount of times I would go to visit California, I felt like I was in a different country. Yeah. It was so crazy. The differences between Tennessee and I know a lot of states were like Tennessee and a lot of states were like California, but just the complete divide not only in the rules and regulations that were going on but the mindset around Mm. things it just it absolutely blew my mind so yeah it's it's crazy how um and then if yeah you spoke out about it you got canceled it's such such bullshit so
1: what was amazing during that time to see how many just blindly followed whatever they were told because they didn't want to have to do the thinking all that was just way too much work so they just followed whatever the cdc said or whatever the government said or whatever their whatever like their family was doing. That's what they had to do. And it was so incredible to see how fast that happened. And I feel like so many were looking around like, you know what? They snapped a finger. They were doing it. And they're like, Oh, look, look at me. Look how, look how much I want to be ruled over. Look how much I want to follow the rules. I'm such a good rule follower. Look at me. I'm doing exactly what they told me. And you're not, you're out. You're horrible. Yeah. You're a horrible person because you're not going to line up for the shit. that You're killing us. grandma. Yeah. You're over and over grandma. again crazy shit is.
0: yeah no it, it, i think what what our questions actually really come down to and you just said this control yep. if you're not in control of your life if you're not taking leadership and stepping up for your family for your community taking control of your life you are being controlled by somebody else yep. whether it's our government our society your employer your friends your family someone else is controlling your life if you're not controlling it and guess what life doesn't always give you a ribbon for showing up sometimes it does and when it does you got to really think what the hell is going on right now because if you're getting a ribbon for just showing up the real world doesn't work that way there's always a catch there's no such thing as a free lunch That's right. as i learned in my econ class <laughs> um, but yeah this really just comes down to control and Absolutely. we don't want you to be controlled we want you to take control of your life and you do it by showing up every single morning questioning things and working things, for it. And working, and working for your it. working your ass off that's, that's right. for darn sure man well i think uh we've we've hit it joshua Ace. always appreciate your opinion man and uh, right uh back at your brother yeah man for everybody listening thank you for checking in at, on the masculine minute follow us subscribe what is it? Spotify, Apple podcast. Check all of it out. Support this. Tell a friend. This is how this, how this show will continue to grow. Tell somebody you know who can benefit from this. We really appreciate it. Subscribe once again. And uh, Joshua, have a freaking fantastic day, brother.
1: You too, bro. Have a good one.